Welcome to Recently Logged, where this week we're not even talking about movies we've seen. Hello. Here we are. New season. New season. New season. New new me. I, I don't. I don't know about all that. I, <laughs> new season. New uh, episode. I suppose. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> How'd that happen? Uh, but anyway, I, my name is Robbie, and I'm Micah, and together we are recently logged, and, and we we talk about the movies. We've talked about the movies for like four seasons. <laughs> for like four seasons, that's crazy. We could start it in and call it the four seasons. <laughs> I mean, I I feel like we might get in some hot water legally, but I mean, we could do it. No one's gonna stop us right away, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you just gotta call it like dumb four seasons dumb or four seasons. <laughs> yes. take the Nathan Fielder route. Go watch Nathan for you. <laughs> if you if you are stumped for something to do, if you find our podcast boring, turn it off and go watch Nathan for you. <laughs> is the lesson. Uh, so this week we we're, we're doing we're continuing carrying on a time on tradition um, passed <laughs> like down, one year tradition. passed down generation through generation. Okay. Um, our, our fathers did it. Their fathers did it. <laughs> I don't know about all that. Their father's fathers did it. Uh, where we, after, after our big year end live stream, which we did, and you should totally go listen. To I, it. I don't expect anyone um, to go listen to a three hour live stream. You about should go it. listen to it. <laughs> And, the, and then we talk about what our most anticipated movies are of the next year, or the year that we are currently in. Yes. 2023. Well, since it's the beginning of the year, people Nothing's are like... come out yet. People are like, Except well, for movies. What, what movies, movies did they want to see? Yet. You know? Like, maybe, maybe if you don't keep up with releases as much as we do... Um, Maybe you'll find some stuff that you want to watch. But, keep an but eye yeah, out we, we talk about, we, we rank, like, uh, this time we have, like, the top 25 yes. most anticipated movies for the year. They're mostly pretty similar. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we, our lists, yeah. We talk about them, we mention them, we do a little what we watched at the end because we still talk about movies we've seen. Yes. And that's that's what we're doing. Yeah, let's get into it. So I've just been informed by our chief executive officer (laughs) (laughs) that we are going to be talking about these because we're going to go from 25 to 1 and in in terms of anticipation uh, for for us separately. And we will only apparently talk about a movie if if it is the highest position it could be. So if I put... uh, uh, Animal Crossing New Horizons at number 12, Two yes. and Robbie put it at number twelve. We wouldn't talk about it when Robbie put it. We'd talk about it when I put it. <laughs> I don't know. It just it just seemed like a good system in my mind. Yeah, that's no, fine. We'll do that. Uh, but, oh my god! But yeah, we're going in reverse order here. So our least anticipated to our most anticipated. Um, we are starting with number twenty-five. And I mean, like. You say least anticipated. It's least anticipated of our top twenty-five. So, least like, anticipated. Ideally, I don't want to see it. <laughs> ideally, we still want to see it to some degree. <laughs> um, my my number, 25 my number twenty-five is is Disney Pixar's Elemental. Elemental. Uh, it's a movie. It sure is. It's coming a movie out. Movie that does not look like it should be three D animated. Um, <laughs> no, it does not. <laughs> really, the only reason I would put this on my list is because it's Pixar, and I've seen literally every other Pixar movie besides Lightyear because I. I was gonna say they were kind of on a hot streak recently with like Turning Red and Soul and everything, but then they released Lightyear and then just kind of poof. But it just doesn't look that good. Like the trailers, honestly, like. It, it looks like Pixar is just doing another like, oh, what if the world what? was like this? Uh-huh. They do, they do mystical but mundane. I'm sure, like I'm sure we'll learn a great lesson for the kiddos, and we'll have the parents crying. I, I guarantee it. Uh, but it sure does look boring. Yeah, um, <laughs> not not super hyped about Elemental. It didn't even say, make my list. I was going to say it's on here because it's Pixar, and I was running out of things <laughs> to put on my list. Dang. 
<laughs> but I still will watch it, I guarantee. All right. I mean, I probably will, too. <laughs> um, my number 25 is uh, Renfield, Boo. which Boo. is, is a... Um, Dracula spin, I guess. I don't know. It's it's like a it's like a spin-off of Dracula technically, but not like a specific Ooh. movie, just the story. It's about Renfe- Renfield. You don't even know who Renfield is. You've never read Dracula. Oh my god. <laughs> but it, it's got Nicholas Holt, it's got Nicholas Cage, it's got Aquafina. Okay, okay. So the only positive about this is It the looks fact fun. That Nic- Did you watch the trailer? It looks like it could be fun. Robbie, I'm really I if it is fun, it'll be like the best movie Robbie, ever. Robbie, pe- people are correct. The humor is like oh, did that just happen? Did that just happen? I remember that. <laughs> That's so crazy. Like, it's almost worse than, like, MCU at its worst, just by the trailer. I know, but it's the guy who directed Lego Batman, Yes, Micah. but Lego Batman is only funny because you like it ironic. Like, you gotta like the humor. The humor is ironic. <sighs> I know. It's making fun of that kind of humor. But you know what? I, I am holding out hope. I really want to see it, and I hope it's good. Uh, Renfield. Renfield. It looks, it Renfield. looks bad. Renfield. It does look kind of bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> I like Nicolas Cage a lot, and him as a vampire is cool, but it looks bad. All right. Well, um, we both have ones that we both have higher next. Our number 24 slots are, for me, the Mario Brothers movie. And for me, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Which we will discuss later on in the list. Oh, I can't believe you put that so high. <laughs> Um, next up next for number, number 23. I don't have that one on my list. Uh, I have Creed 3. Creed 3. Um, which I have never seen a Rocky <laughs> nor a Creed movie in my life. I've been trying to get this man to watch Rocky for so long. I have never seen a Rocky nor a Creed movie in my life. I do want to watch Creed more than I want to watch Rocky. And Dang. it's cool that Michael B. Jordan is directing this one. It is very cool. And I was running out of movies <laughs> to put on my list. Amazing. This had a really good trailer. We went. We no, saw the looks, trailer. It looks really. It looks good. In front of, I think, bodies, 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 and something else. Avatar. Avatar. Yeah. We saw it in the IMAX theater with the their IMAX because they had the IMAX maybe. trailer. Yeah. <laughs> Which was different from the It does movie. it does look really cool. <laughs> but yeah. Cool. Uh it barely did make my vaguely list. Vaguely interested. Um I'm sure I'll watch it sometime, but probably after I watch Creed <laughs> One and Two. Are you not gonna watch all like five or six of the Rocky movies? No. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, my number 23 pick was the Haunted Mansion remake. Also not on my list. Um, it's got Lakeith Stainfield in it, so obviously I'm excited for it. And it has Owen Wilson and Danny DeVito. So I, I, I would literally watch it just because those three are in listen, it. Listen, listen, I will watch it, but it probably <laughs> look. It, it sounds like, I don't know, Disney has been on a bad run. I mean, it's from the director of Bad Hair, which I heard was all right. Um, but but so, it's a Disney remake, and I'm that's not been going so. I well. know, I know. I will go and see it. I'm I'm really pumped for it because I just want to see Lakeith Stainfield in more movies. Um, but yeah, no, I, it probably won't be like a masterpiece or anything. Um, but yeah. yeah, that was number twenty three. I cannot believe this, Revy. <laughs> I cannot believe you would do this. What it, What was this your number twenty two? No, no, the like... biggest front to cinema. Say your number twenty two. My number twenty two pick was Cocaine. Cocaine Bear. Bear. Okay, the greatest movie to ever come out. And I Robbie put it at number twenty. I was excited for Cocaine Bear. I was really pumped for Cocaine Bear, and then I saw um, the creative team for it. Um, I'm really, I, I really like the cast. Um, Alden Enrenreich, I believe is how you pronounce his name, I'm not sure, um, is in it, and I, I love him. I thought we weren't going to talk about it until later, Rebby. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, okay, okay. We'll, we'll wait till later. I, I got excited, Mike. I felt as though I needed to defend my cocaine bear at number 22 position. Uh, mine at number 22 is The Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Boo. It did. It, it, sure is a thing it's a thing uh, it's got rachel zegler um <laughs> and i was running out of things that is not enough of my list that is not enough for me to want to go see that <laughs> that is my number 22 <laughs> all right all right um at my number 21 i have the dungeons and dragons movie which micah actually put higher than me which i was not expecting what? so we will talk about that in a second at number 21 i have missing missing which not so surprisingly rabbi put higher i was i'm so pumped for missing 
It looks okay. <laughs> we'll talk about it later. Yes. Uh, number 20, I have Wonka. Which I put a which, lot higher. Wow, you put a lot higher than me. Okay. <laughs> number 20, I have uh, Be Who Is Afraid. The lamest title <laughs> to ever spawn from the best title ever. Yeah, what was uh, Disappointment, Disappointment Boulevard. Boulevard? They should have kept it such Disappointment a good Boulevard. Title. <laughs> but more, more on that, it would have been it would have been higher on my list if it was Disappointment Boulevard. Right, that would have been like number like number five. See, this, this is the failing system, Roby, because now we're just breezing. I know, I know, but later on it'll work. It'll work. <laughs> you gotta trust the system. <laughs> number nineteen, I have Napoleon. Napoleon, the Ridley Scott film. I have I have that a little higher than you, unfortunately. Um, number nineteen for me is Scream uh, Five. What is it? Five. No. Like seven. Oh god! <laughs> oh no! It's it's so much worse. Uh, this is six. Yeah, Scream Six, six um, which does look very cool. I will say from from the directors of Ready or Not and VHS and Southbound. Yeah, um, but Micah put it actually higher than me, which did. I did not expect because he did not seem very excited for a new Scream movie. At number at number eighteen, I have the Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Honor Among Thieves. Let's talk about it. Uh, I I like Dungeons and Dragons. Um, I like Chris Pine. It looks it looks <laughs> vaguely fun. Yeah, it's got Chris Pine and Hugh Grant in it, Micah. It might not pull it off. There's a good chance it won't. But, like, I don't know. I've been seeing a lot of people, like, get excited about it. And I think that's just kind of rubbed off on me. Like, even people who I would not expect to get excited at a Dungeons & Dragons movie. I'm kind of for it now, honestly. Because I'm, I'm a Dungeons & Dragons player. And if you told me they were making a Dungeons & Dragons movie, I would say that's a stupid idea. It is kind of a dumb idea. <laughs> um, but, like, the trailer looked kind of fun. And, like... It's from the director of Game Night. You know, supposedly he's he makes funny movies. I was listening to the um, Letterboxd podcast a little while ago, and one of the people on there said that one of their friends got to go to an early screening of this and loved it, like adored it. And I'm like, oh, I'm not a big Justin Smith. Not a big, not a big. I thought, wait, is his name Justin? Or I mean, Justin. I thought it was Justin. Yeah, I can't read. Don't worry about it, guys. Don't even worry about it. I have dyslexia actively. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait, Justin Smith? Justice Smith. Uh, I'm not but a yes. big fan. Um, yeah, I don't know. He was fun in Detective Pikachu. There's, there's a lot stacked against this, but it does look like, I don't know, it looks fine. It looks It looks fun. like it could be really good. The other movies I'm only, like, vaguely interested in. That's when I will actively go see. <laughs> like, it's like, yeah, all right, D&D, let's do it. <laughs> wow, we both have the same movie at number well, 17. At That's number unexpected. 17, what do we have, Ruby? We have the James Mangold-directed uh, Indiana Jones Why'd you and open the Dial of James Destiny. Mangold? What, you don't like? I thought you loved Ford v Ferrari. I loved Ford v Ferrari. <laughs> I did not love Night and Day. Okay, okay. Three Ten to Yuma, pretty mid. Whoa, hold on. And that's now. all that I've seen. Three Ten to Yuma is like one of the best modern westerns out there, probably. Um, so I am, I am pumped for listen, Dial of listen. Destiny. The reason that this is solo is because I don't think there should be another Indiana Jones movie, <laughs> and it, it, it's weird. But Micah, it's James, gonna have James Mangold making one is weird. It's gonna have Antonio Banderas and Mads Mikkelsen and the lady from Fleabag, uh, Phoebe Waller Bridge. So but, I, but <laughs> literally, 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 I kind of don't want there to be another Indiana Jones movie. Uh, at least not with Harrison Ford. Mm, let the yeah. poor guy stop. <laughs> <laughs> let let him be. I uh, I, I agree. The trailer, with that the trailer's visuals look pretty bad um, i don't know man there's some cool shots but in the, the, the effects and everything the effects sure and but like makes whatever. me sad um yeah so it's probably not gonna be something i'll like but i am, I am looking interested. forward to it yeah i'm i'm excited personally all right at number 16, number 16. i have john wick four john wick four. four let's talk about i it. haven't watched john wick <laughs> chapter two or three yet but i sure have been meaning to yeah um but i love john wick chapter one and these this series just looks interesting. This series intrigues me. Bill Skarsgård is in it. This, that's funny. <laughs> that is kind of funny. This this series very much intrigues me because with every inch, uh, with every with every installment, um, it looks it looks even more goofy. Like right. it looks like they're getting just even more like over the top and goofy, and I appreciate that. And I also really like Keanu Reeves. Uh, so I'm very excited for this, actually. I just need to watch two and three, which are now on HBO, I think. So I'm probably going to watch them while they're on HBO. Yes. Get, watch them with me, Micah. <laughs> I, I liked John Wick 
It was quite good. Yeah. <laughs> That's my number 16. Uh, my number 16 pick is not present on Micah's list, unfortunately. Uh, but it's called Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. Um, and it, I'll give a little plot description since most people probably won't know what this is. Uh, it says, when her family moves from the city to the suburbs, 11-year-old Margaret navigates new friends, feelings, and the beginning of adolescence. So it's a coming-of-age movie from the director of Edge of Seventeen, uh, Kelly Freeman Craig. I don't know if it's actually pronounced Freeman, but that's kind of how it's spelled. It's Freeman, maybe? Freeman. Uh, but it has Rachel McAdams. Rory's out here watching Dune. Somehow he's like, Freeman. Freeman. It's the Freeman. Okay, it has Rachel McAdams, Kathy the Bates. Freeman, Rebby. And oh, Benny no. Safdie. We're so in the I'm... desert. What are the Freeman going to do? <laughs> I'm very excited because Rachel McAdams and Benny Safdie are probably going to be a couple in this. And I was like, you know what? I will go watch it just for that. And I've heard Edge of Seventeen is great. I want to watch it. I haven't seen it yet, so I'm excited for this. <laughs> uh, that is my number sixteen pick. Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. Okay. <clears throat> my number fifteen pick is Scream Six. Scream Six. Um, uh, yeah. It's scream, I mean, it's Scream. It's, it's, yeah, it's Scream. Um, I like Scream One, Two, and Three. I, I watched Scream Three. I haven't watched Scream Four or Five, but I but I have faith. And scream, and I like these directors, right? Um, that was cool. about to say they they seem cool. I haven't, yeah, <laughs> I, I haven't seen Scream Five, which supposedly kind of leh, but you know, um, I loved Ready or Not. The so. ca- the cast is goofy as heck, right? I I don't know. I'm I'm surprisingly pumped for it. I don't know why. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. We just got into Scream like as a franchise this past year. So you can go listen to us talk about the series. Yeah, we got a we got a whole uh, Scream. But now series. we have Scream on a train. Scream on uh, a train. I like the I like how the Scream mask looks. Yeah. And that's enough to get it at number like fifteen or whatever. Ghostface so. Ghostface Grimy Mask, baby. I'm I'm hyped for it. So yeah, number fifteen, Scream six. Very nice, very nice. Uh my number fifteen pick is wait, I believe it's pronounced Bo? Bo? Bo. Yeah. You? I don't know. <laughs> I think it's Bo. can say? Bo is afraid. If uh, only it was Disappointment Boulevard, then I could pronounce it. <laughs> uh, but it's from director Ari Aster of Midsummer and uh, Hereditary fame. Uh, but it, it, it has... It, Nobody speaks like that. <laughs> I, I just spoke like that. What are you... <laughs> director of Midsummer oh and gosh. Hereditary fame. <laughs> but it has Joaquin Phoenix in it. Uh, this is... Uh, d- didn't they work together it's got before? Nathan Lane in it. I mean, not. It does have Nathan Lane in it, which is very interesting. Um, it also has uh, Steph- Stephen McKinley Henderson from it, of Dune fame. Oh my gosh! Shut up. <laughs> Apparently, he's in Lady Bird too, which is pretty cool. Yeah, but he rocks. Um, so you haven't even watched. You haven't even watched. That. You know what? This doesn't look very good. What? The poster looks bad. You would have been so excited for it if it was called Disappointment I would Boulevard. be, but look at this poster. This is the <laughs> ugliest poster I've ever seen from a filmmaker like Arias. It really does look bad. This is but... this is a gross poster. I hate this poster. Mike, it's described as a zonky nightmare comedy. I could not put this poster any higher on my list. And that's true. That's true. I, I put it at 15, but it was like... I, I haven't even seen an Ari Aster movie. I bought Hereditary on Blu-ray a little while ago, and I haven't watched right, it yet. I haven't watched an Ari Aster movie... I like Joaquin Phoenix, but, but going no on reputation, just... going on reputation, I I love Ro- Joaquin Phoenix. But this Phoenix, poster is so. too bad, and they changed the name from <laughs> Disappointment Boulevard to Bew is Afraid. But yeah, I'm I'm excited for it. Um, hopefully, it's good. That is, that is my it looks hope. bad. Uh, what do you have at your number fourteen? Michael? My number fourteen is the peasants. The peasants, uh, which from I from put higher from the directors of Loving Vincent. Um, same yes. kind of creation process, which is very very cool. Painting stop motion essentially, um, which is very very cool, uh, <laughs> very pretty. Uh, but I know pretty much nothing about this, and I think the story was probably the weakest part of Loving Vincent. Dang, um, and. You know, uh, these are the same writers. So, you know. <laughs> maybe they learned from their mistakes. Maybe so. Maybe they're stronger filmmakers, and that would be great. Um, <laughs> but I am really excited for this. Really excited to see them do another movie um, because their movie, Loving Vincent, was absolutely gorgeous. Um, but yeah, like I don't, I don't have too many thoughts on this. It'll be interesting, and I'm, and I'm thinking it'll probably be. Yeah, I was about to say it's probably going to be a foreign language film. Uh, yeah, probably. Which is, which is cool. It's going to be a Polish film. Very cool. Very cool. 
exciting stuff, I would say. Um, like I said, I didn't. Oh, I, didn't I wasn't supposed to talk. I wasn't said it. I wasn't going to interrupt you. Should have said it, Ruby. <laughs> yeah, this is the problem with the system. <laughs> well, you you were just you were just talking. I was well, like, you should have been. Stop you should have been like, oh, well, I got it higher, so I'm not going. <laughs> I said I got it higher. Um, but well, you should have stopped me. Anyway, my number fourteen pick, where I when I put at number fourteen, is called Boston Strangler, which is kind of a bland name, whatever. The the Tattletale Strangler. The tattle, yeah, that's what it sounds like. I, I think it's based on a true story. I haven't looked into it, um, but it has Kira Knightley as the lead in this, so I will go watch it day one, probably. Is it, is it a period piece? Though, it Ruby? is. I, I don't think it's a period piece. I think no, it's that's like impossible, Ruby. I think it's set in like modern day. No way, Kira Knightley can't be in a modern day well it's movie. set in like i think it's like a yeah it's like a crime procedural i don't remember when it's oh in the 60s okay See, period, period piece. piece dang it still not quite old enough but like kira knightley can't be in an in a recent <laughs> times movie it can't happen <laughs> can't be set in the modern day if she's in it uh but yeah it's called boston strangler i i think i literally just want to go see it because she's in it and i'm so excited to see her like working again i i love her performances so much like she's great um so that's why it's at my number 14. I was really excited for it. Um, what do you have at number 13? At number like? 13, I have the Super Mario Bros. movie. I can't believe it's this high, dude. Mushroom Kingdom, here we come. That's why Mike is excited for it. I, uh, Chris Pratt's performance <laughs> looks like the death of cinema. Charlie Day's performance uh, looks like the But everything else about cinema. this looks really, really fun. <laughs> and it's crazy because I am excited for an Illumination movie. <laughs> I, I, I could not bring myself to put this higher than number 24 Mike on my list because it's Illumination <laughs> and um, I know I'll only get hurt <laughs> <laughs> but it looks good Charlie Day is Luigi Charlie Day is Luigi is the reason the animation designs <laughs> don't look like the worst thing in the world Jack Black is Bowser okay Jack Black's Bowser is, it, looks, it looks it looks really fun it looks really like it looks like it could be good and I and I hate Chris Pratt's voice, but it's but it's funny. It's funny to make fun of. Maybe, maybe, okay, maybe I'm holding out hope that Nintendo held Illumination to a really ridiculously high standard, and maybe it's, like, just pretty good. Right? It's the Nintendo. <laughs> I'm hoping it'll be good. Yeah. I, 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 I want to watch it. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> that was your number 13. That was my number 13. Very cool, very cool. Uh, at number 13, I have Ridley Scott's new film, Napoleon. Ridley Scott's new film, Which Napoleon. you put a bit lower than me. Um, That's because I know nothing about it. <laughs> And I'm not a big Napoleon but guy. But it's got it's got Joaquin Phoenix. It's got Vanessa Kirby, which I've oh, been waiting Vanessa to see Kirby. in another movie. I, like uh, I didn't I didn't watch Pieces of a Woman for reasons. Uh, <laughs> I like Vanessa Kirby, but I love Vanessa Kirby in Mission Impossible Fallout. So I'm excited for this. I love Ridley Scott. I, lo I love Ridley Scott. I like Ridley Scott categorically more than Robbie. But I just <laughs> I don't really like Napoleon. So I don't know. I, I didn't really know anything about it. I haven't seen anything. I don't I don't know if I should be excited for it or not. I don't know if it looks good or bad. I like I see is all I know is it's called Napoleon has Joaquin Phoenix and is directed by Ridley Scott. I mean, after he did The Last Duel, another Ridley Scott period piece doesn't sound so bad, you know? You haven't even watched The Last Duel. I know, but like I'm excited for Napoleon. Am I not allowed <laughs> to be excited? Like, uh, <laughs> uh, But yeah, that, that was my number 13 pick. And at number 12 I have Copenhagen Cowboy. Which I did um, not put on mine. Which is not on Robbie's is, list. Um, it's from the director of Drive and Neon oh, Demon and right, right, God right. Forgives. That was on uh, my list originally, but, but I didn't want to keep it there because I hadn't seen any of his other But work. the real reason it hopped upon <laughs> here is, is we have, we have um, where is it? Where is it? Oh, I, don't know, I don't know who you're looking for here, Micah. Um, is there is there some cast or crew member that you're really excited to see again? Uh, hold on. I gotta... <laughs> Like no like research. They were on here just the other day. Oh, Talk dang. About it. it probably updated. I, I don't know what it is. I, I mean, Drive and Neon Demon are both very acclaimed films. I was about to say, I, stars I, don't, Ryan I don't really know much about Copenhagen Cowboy, yeah. but um, it looks... Is it like a sci-fi thing? Yeah, I guess. Okay. Uh, but it looks interesting. <laughs> and... I mean, like, you could be excited for it just based off the title. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hold it against and you. And the other guy's movies look interesting. That's true. Um, I'm really excited yeah, 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 to see yeah. something from him. He is. Kojima is in one episode. No. And he was like, guys, you gotta watch this. Oh, is this a miniseries? Uh, yeah. I oh, dang. So. Yeah, 336 minutes long. Dang. Um, but yeah, Kojima... <laughs> Shout out to Kojima. Well, if we were putting miniseries on here, I might have included that Wong Kar Wai one that's coming out soon. But 
Well, yeah. I did, you know. <laughs> but yeah, Kojima. That's, uh, I can't believe Kojima has an acting role. I was about to say Metal Gear Solid. That's uh, really funny. Death Stranding. Yeah, that Kojima uh, <laughs> is gonna be in an episode. Here. That's like, really you gotta cool. you gotta watch it. So I, I wonder if he's like a character or if he's just like. So I'm like, yes, Kojima. <laughs> he's like a cameo or something. You know, that would be. Uh, funny. But the director also looks like he makes cool movies. I haven't seen any of his movies. Yes, uh, but yeah, no, I mean, got a cool, cool twelve pick. I will say. Um, for number 12, uh, for me, I chose Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, directed by James Gunn, gladly. I, I am so, I'm so glad that he's still directing and writing these. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, I mean, everyone knows what Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is, I assume. Uh, I was a big fan of two, big, big fan of one. Uh, MCU so has, for three. has been too bad for, for me to want to put anything onto this list from them. Yeah, I like know. Even, even this poster makes me think of the Ant-Man Quantumanium trailer, and I want to die. <laughs> Dude, I had um, I had the Blue Beetle film on here originally, and it ended up getting kicked off just because I'm like, that. no. Like, the suit's cool, but like, no, I'm probably... Like, I'm not as excited cool. for it. Quantumanium's visuals make me want to die. Yeah. And, the, and and Guardians already, I wasn't a big <laughs> fan of their visuals. And But you know what? I'm, I'm holding out hope, Micah. You, did you enjoy the holiday special? It was fine. Well, there you go. And See? you know what the worst part about the holiday special was? It's visuals. Why did it look like trash compared to the other Guardians? Because it things? had a very low budget, Micah. But it just wasn't shot well. Okay, but Volume 3, I'm excited for it. it the tagline is, it's time to face the music at the moment on Letterboxd. And Rocket Raccoon is gonna die. He's probably gonna die. I'm so sorry to everyone out there. <laughs> but that was my number 12 pick. At number 11, uh, I have Knock at the Cabin. Ooh, but I have that, I have that higher, Micah. I do have Oppenheimer. I'm a but big... I have that higher. <laughs> yeah, I have, I have Oppenheimer at my number eleven pick. So we both will have to wait like uh, just a few minutes, a few seconds, even. Whoa. Uh, what, at, what's at your number, number 10, ten? I have Cocaine Bear. Yeah, Cocaine uh, Bear. Top ten kind of material. <laughs> uh, cocaine Bear sounded goofy. From director Elizabeth Banks. Uh, you know, Elizabeth Banks, <laughs> not. Not the greatest. Um, not a not a big Elizabeth Banks fan. Not big on Elizabeth Banks. <laughs> but the trailer for Cocaine Bear looked fun. The cast does of look Cocaine fun, Bear looks fun. Say. The premise of Cocaine Bear looks fun. Yes. And you know what? I'm I'm here for Cocaine Bear. You know, I've had Cocaine Bear in my watch list since like 2021. In, in his in his <laughs> trying times, I am here for Cocaine in Bear. In these trying times. I, I want Elizabeth Banks to succeed. I do. I wish. I I, I really hope this movie <laughs> rocks. Like I I really hope it rocks. Uh, her her track record is her not track great. Track record is spotty. But to, I, to say the but least. I want her to succeed. I do. Um, and Cocaine Bear looks like it could be it. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm excited for it. Like I said, it's got some uh, like fun cast members. The trailer looked fun. Is this uh, Ray Liotta's last movie? Like that he'll be in? Yes. Yeah. Which is another reason I want to see it. That, really that will be that. nice to see, I will uh, say. But I'm pretty sure, yeah, this was the last movie he filmed. Dang. Um, but yeah, <laughs> that's my number 10. That's your number 10 pick. My number 10 pick was Missing. Which is a movie. Uh, I mean, it's a sequel to Searching, which we were both big fans of. We did a whole is episode that a, is about that it. a sequel? Uh, it, it's, like a, it's like a spin-off sequel thing. Uh, Sev Ohanan and Anish Chaganti both still wrote and yeah, produced yeah. it. Well, but I, they know, did, I knew uh, they wrote it. Anish did not direct this one. Um but I am looking forward to it quite a yeah, lot. Yeah, I don't know. Like, like I, I like their writing, but like the fact that it's like the same <laughs> concept and not even a niche directing, I'm like, eh. well, it's not the same concept. It's like the same concept. Well, no, see, like <laughs> it's it's pretty much the same concept. If you everything. read the plot from it, it's like it's it not is, quite the same. It is uh, somebody <laughs> has similar. gone missing, and we must use technology to solve the crime. But it has Storm Reed in it, which I I enjoy, enjoy her work on occasion. Um... <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm mostly excited for it just because I loved searching. Um, and I like Sevo Hanan and Anish Chaganti's work. That's so. so crazy. Missing is my number 10 pick. Uh, uh, what do you have at number my, 9? My number 9 pick is Evil Dead Rise. Evil Dead Rise, which we're going to talk about a little later. Like a, yeah, a lot later because somebody is crazy. <laughs> I'm so among excited. Us. I'm so excited. Um, my number 9 pick was The Peasants, which Micah talked about a little earlier. Um, it's the from the creative team of Loving Vincent, which I was a big fan of. Uh, so I'm excited for it. I, I, I literally would go watch just about anything from that team, especially since it's in uh, supposedly the same style by the look of it. Um, 
so yeah it'll probably be one of the best animated films of the year <laughs> uh but that was my number nine pick my number my number eight pick number eight is pick. uh is wonka you know i am a little surprised this isn't higher paul, on my list paul king Rabbi? i know i'm such a big paul king fan like i love his paddington movies um but i just i couldn't bring myself to put written, wonka written by this guy <laughs> <laughs> i couldn't bring myself to put wonka that high i don't know i, I don't know and why. this guy I don't know. I'm a big Chalamet fan. I was about to say it's a Chalamet musical. I'm a big Sally Hawkins fan. I was about fan. to say with Sally Hawkins. I love Olivia Rowan Coleman. Rowan Atkinson. Olivia <laughs> Coleman, Written by Simon Farnaby. Far- Farnaby that I, guy. You know what? The legend. Maybe it should have been higher. Maybe I should have. And directed <laughs> by Paul King. Okay. Director of Paddington 2. Cast and crew absolutely stacked premise not it does not sound like fun <laughs> but i'm here for it I i'm here for it be in theater i mean it is on my list so, it's just not nearly as high i put it at number 20 so. so yeah that's my number eight it's it looks amazing but like not i don't know I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic about it um my number eight pick was knock at the cabin which for some reason you're really excited i'm so about. hyped for this like movie, i like dude. i like m night Shyamalan. <laughs> Dude. But I am not, like, really... You, like, since day one, you were like, oh my gosh, knock at the cabin. Right. This is it. Finally. And okay. I'm like, what are you talking about? I adored old. I loved old I so loved much. old, too. And we we did a whole episode on old, if you want to go here. But, but Ravi, but Ravi, that does not mean <laughs> that I am head over heels for knock at the cabin. And I'm like, dude, if he keeps up what he's doing in old and does another... But like, this looks nothing like old, it, no, stylistically. It's not, it's not the same kind of movie, but I'm saying, like, Shyamalan on a hot streak and he needs a to hot streak on he's it. done one good does movie. one good movie glass he's been on a bad streak. glass kind of sucked but old kind of redeemed it i think um so i'm really excited for knock at the cabin door or knock at the cabin door i, I always want to put door at the knock end. at the cabin is it not called knock at the cabin just door knock at the cabin <laughs> but it's got jonathan groff in it which is cool and dave bautista which is also cool and uh rupert grint rupert grint uh alumni of the podcast <laughs> in spirit since we covered all of the harry potter films. way back when yeah uh but yeah knock at the cabin i don't know i i watched that like announcement live stream back when the trailer premiered like, oh my god and i was like knock at the cabin i was like yes Whoa. yes for some reason and i don't understand like like i'm I, like i put it at number I love, 11 i'm I excited love cabin for it movies like they're I, so cool you haven't even watched half the cabin movies out there <laughs> Well, there are a lot of cabin movies out there. <laughs> I don't. Can't watch I just don't, under, I don't understand your excitement for this. I don't know. I'm just really excited for it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, uh, that was my number eight. At number seven, I have uh, into the across the Spider Verse Part <laughs> into One. Into across the Spider Verse Part yeah. One, <laughs> which Rabbi uh, has higher. So I do have higher. Uh, that is true. Uh, my number seven pick is Asteroid City, which Micah has higher, higher than me. Okay. Uh, my number six pick is uh, Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer. Um, New Chris Nolan. Which, which yeah, I, I like Chris. I like Chris Nolan. <laughs> I like Killian Murphy. I like Florence Pugh. I think it's funny that Dude. Matt Damon and Emily Blunt are also here. I forgot Florence Pugh was going to be in this. That is so cool. Benny Safdie. Benny Safdie. Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. Rami Malek. Rami, do you not remember them announcing the oh cast for this goodness. when they just announced like every actor it's you've so ever seen? It's so stacked. What? Like, oh literally just every actor is in this movie. <laughs> the heck? Alex Wolf is here, too? Ruby. Ruby. Al- Al- Alden's here. Um, Alden, my boy? I love him. He hasn't been in anything in forever. He's no, he was, he was in something just last year. It's called, like, Pursuit or something. Yeah, like. but he's here. He's here. This is, like, the highest this profile movie he's done, <laughs> he's done in a while. Sort maybe of... maybe Oppenheimer should have been higher on my list. Listen, Ruby, every actor you can think of, every white actor you can think of is in this movie. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's Christopher Nolan for you, I suppose. Uh, but yeah, not super interested in the premise. Yeah. But I, but that's I, like, probably why but the trailer, the trailer looks interesting. Like, like if the trailer makes it be all like goofy and fun, uh, and like fiery, like, ooh, goofy. fire. Like, Micah ooh. watches the Oppenheimer trailer. He's like, ah, so random XD. <laughs> uh, I'm excited for it. I'm, I'm going to give it a chance. I, I'm uh, really hyped for it too. The next one I'm going to murder Robbie for. Uh, Cause why is it only at five? Uh, 
six. Uh, my number six pick is Why Dune is it Part six? Two. That is a, a travesty. Because I wanted to see these other movies Boo. more than this. Boo. Is why it's that. that but we'll talk about Doom Part Two in a second. Boo. What's your number five pick? My number five is Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Ooh, Part One, which I put a little higher than you. Um, so my number five pick was Across the Spider Verse, which I mean, obviously we loved Into the Spider Verse. Yeah, we loved Into the Spider Verse. So I always, did, I always talk know? about the fact we got to see it early. That was got cool. To see it early. That um, was like so cool. Uh, but like, let's I, hope it happens again. For, so, for some reason, <laughs> for some reason, I'm just I'm just not crazy about this. Really? Yeah, I don't know. Nothing yeah. I've seen about it. Not even the trailer or anything. And I know everyone's saying, oh, like that was just a really bad trailer, and it was a really bad trailer. It is kind of a bad trailer. But like, I just. I don't know. There's something about it that I'm, like, not excited about. Something about it that I feel like it's going to be, like, bad almost. I mean, um, I, I, I feel like it could be bad, but I have, I have, you have to have faith, Mike. <laughs> but I just don't. Like, the premise is not interesting <laughs> enough for me to have faith. I don't like the whole, like, we've got, like, 20 million Spider-Men. I don't like it. Phil Lord and Chris Miller are still producers, Micah. We, we must trust in Lord and Miller. I really like Miles. I love Miles as a character. I really right. like Gwen. I Shameik like, Moore is so great. I like Spider-Gwen as a character. Like, I just... I just... We'll I don't see. know. There's something about it. There's we'll see. It's got Oscar it. Isaac Micah. I know. <laughs> but, yeah. Something... I'm holding out hope that it'll be just as good as the first one. That would be great. It looks a little wackier than the first that would one, be, which is cool. That would be great if it was just as good, if not better. Yeah. I would be I would be thrilled. I would be over the moon. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was my number five pick. Uh, what was your number four pick? Mike? My number four pick is Asteroid City. Asteroid City. Wes Anderson. The new Anderson. The new an the if new you Anderson. say if you say it again. <laughs> the new Anderson film. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> uh, with uh, Margot Robbie. And uh, my Maya Hawk. Oh, Maya Hawk. I like Maya Dude. Hawk. Dude, I, I want to see her in more like actual films. Jeffrey, Jeffrey Wright, Scarlett Johansson. I Thomas know it's Wendt, really... Jeff Goldblum, Brian Cranston, Rabbit, Jason Schwartzman, okay. Willem Dafoe, Adrian Brody, Steve Carell. You were talking about uh, Oppenheimer having a stacked cast. This is insane. <laughs> Dude. Um, Edward Norton also makes an appearance, of course. I'm this sure. I'm sure if you scroll far enough, you could find like Owen Wilson or something. This is crazy. No confirmation. Um, okay. Weird to see Tom Hanks in a in a Wes Anderson. I guarantee movie. that an elderly Tom Hanks, as he is now, will rock in a Wes Anderson movie. Uh, Coppola on the screenplay. Coppola on the screenplay. Um, <laughs> And the splat on the uh, on the music. I did not realize it was set in the fifties. Very cool. Okay. Uh, I was gonna say, I don't Very really cool. like it. Like it sounds like an interesting premise, it but does. I don't really know much about it. So like, I'm I mean, I, I adore like the, the French dispatch. I like the director. So I like the premise. So. Yeah. Uh, Asteroid City. I'm Asteroid excited. City. A very cool movie. I, I'm a little sad it wasn't higher on my list, uh, but I'm really hyped for the rest of these. So, yeah. uh, my number four pick was Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning burr, Part One. Burr, burr, we've got like we've got three subtitles under that. So yeah, <laughs> the reason that, the, that like I like I like Mission Impossible a lot. I really love Fallout, directed by Christopher McQueary. Dude, Fallout's like one of my this favorite cast movies. I believe in, but at the same time. Fallout feels like it is. It is a last, <laughs> at least like second to last, maybe movie. Dude, Carrie Yule's like, is I feel be like I feel like I feel like Fallout feels like finale material, it and does. it is and it, it is pulling like pulling material. the strings of almost being too long. Even then, and now we have Dead Reckoning Part One, which means <laughs> we are going to have a Dead Reckoning Part Two for sure. And I'm like, the reason it's not as high is I'm just like, why? I don't want that. What? I don't want that. I want this, I dude. Want I want that. it so bad. I want it to be a solid end, and that's it. You got JJ just, producing. It's gonna. The thing, the is, the thing is, the thing is, Fallout is so like <laughs> like grandiose that I'm afraid that this is gonna try and be even more grandiose because Fallout is barely. Fallout works because it works just so well. Yeah. Um, but if it didn't work so well, I would find it extremely boring because, like, it's very, like, if action scenes weren't the greatest thing in the world, like, everything is so self-serious and grandiose it that it can be very dry. Um, no, it can't be. And that, that's part of what I love about it because the performances really sell the dryness, and I, I like that about it. But but I don't know. Like, so I'm just like I'm more I'm more cautious about this. I don't Obviously, know. Man. I'm really excited. Um, McQuarrie's had nothing but bangers. Haley Atwell. So Rebby, so. Rebby, Rebby. 
What? Jack Reacher is not a banger. Jack Reacher is a banger. It is not. It it's is just not fine, nearly. It is it's, a fine. Movie. It's not on the same level. It is a good movie. <laughs> it it does have Haley Atwell in this one. Though, yeah, Haley so. Atwell. Love Haley. Vanessa Atwell. Kirby's back. Vanessa Kirby. Like I said, here. Carrie Ewell's is here. <laughs> The, I don't know the women of Mission Impossible. <laughs> I don't know Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One. I'm extremely hyped. There's some cool homages to the first film in the trailer. So. Wow, that's so crazy! I, like I can't it. believe they do that. I was hyped making homages. Oh I can't, that's gosh. so crazy. But yeah, that was my number four. What was your number three? Our number three surprisingly is the same it's thing. The same. So our what? Our number seventeen and three were the same uh, uh, so far. <laughs> how do you live? How do you live? Um, Hayao Miyazaki. He's back again. The new Hayao Miyazaki. Keep trying to tank uh, <laughs> Ghibli, specifically his own son. <sighs> Shout out to Goro Miyazaki. I hope he's doing okay. I hope I hope Goro Miyazaki's having a good day, <laughs> good year, good life. Good Please life. Live a good life, buddy. <laughs> um, but we got a new Miyazaki movie, um, and it's called How Do You Live? And I I don't know much I, about it. I'm conflicted about it because <laughs> I think The Wind Rises is like honestly the the perfect ending movie for Miyazaki. It's a really good career capper. Miyazaki is very old. <laughs> Um, he's very old. That's and he true. always talks about how he's miserable while he's making movies. Right, he's always like, this is so, a nightmare, dude. So, um, but then again, I cannot be not excited about a Miyazaki movie. Like, he's one of my favorite directors, especially in animation. So and I literally like, I literally do not care about the premise. It could be yeah, anything. Could be and, whatever. I would be, and I would be excited for this. You could make a movie about whatever. It's probably going to um, be great. <laughs> so yeah, I'm really excited for it. Um Sad, got a cool poster. Sad. Hoping so hoping Goro Miyazaki is doing okay. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, number three. It was our number three picks for both of us. Yeah. Very cool. Very, very excited. What, what was your number two pick? Mark? The only actual answer for number two, uh, Dune Part Two. Dune Part Two. Um, you just wanted to put it there because it said Part Two. Paul like Atreides, Rappy. The Fremen. <laughs> Paul Atreides. Paul Atreides. <laughs> the Terrible Future. Johnny. Terrible purpose, Rabbi. Javier Bardem. Chani. <laughs> Florence Pugh. Florence Pugh, Rabbi. Christopher Florence, Walken. Florence Pugh is playing Princess Aurelian. Dude, Austin Butler? Austin Butler is freaking <laughs> Freyd Rutha. <laughs> okay, maybe I should have put this a little higher. Because this does the look kind of cool. Fade. fade. <laughs> Tim Blake Nelson is in it too, which is also fade. cool. Tim I don't Blake know. Nelson. I don't know who he's playing. It wasn't announced. He's no, it just was here. He was announced a little. Well, no, while I'm ago. saying it wasn't announced was who announced he's playing. What role he was playing. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I am absolutely in love with Dune. I mean, um, I, I've, Dune has really grown on me since I watched not, it first. Uh, well, well, you like, understand. Like Dune is like ago. my favorite, like my favorite book series. I do understand, Mike. Uh, and Dune Part One <laughs> was amazing. Dune Part One is fantastic. Uh, Great film. So yeah, I'm going to be IMAX screening of this. <laughs> it's gonna happen. Nice. I mean, it's a good number two pick. I, I can't be, like, upset about it. Right, I just like, didn't put it uh, as high. Actually, the actual number two pick is obviously Evil Dead Rise. Yes, my number two pick is Evil Dead Rise, the new Evil Dead film that's coming out this April. Which looks good, granted. It looks amazing. But, but not, like, not, like, above any of any of the rest of the top ten that I have just talked about. Like, I said I would watch this before the new Miyazaki movie. That is insane. <laughs> Which you are insane. Probably is a little insane. Ruby, it, it, but the trailer was so good. Ruby, Evil Dead Rise does not look that good. It was so good. I really, I am not as excited <laughs> about this, mainly because I really just don't like family horror movies, like with a mom and kids. It's just such a tired premise. I just don't like it. I don't like it at all. Okay, I don't I'm know. Like, that's so boring. I don't know that's really so... anyone in the cast. I don't know the crew, but the trailer looks amazing. It's incredibly well shot. It looks very scary. And I'm excited for it. It looks really fun. So, Evil Dead Rise. I'm hyped. But, yeah, that was the, tra the trailer looks good. But the trailer dude, is again, awesome, dude. That's just my biggest thing, is <laughs> I'm just so sick and tired of horror movies having, like, be like, oh, the mom's going a little kooky. Gone a little kooky. And the kids, they're scared. Those, I mean, yeah. those, those kids. <laughs> those dark kids. They don't have any agency. What are they going to do about it? Uh, like, I just... <laughs> You're just kind of over the premise, Micah. Yeah, I don't like it. But the 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 craft, Micah, it looks so cool. It looks like on par with 2013 Evil Dead, which is 
crazy. A lot of people don't like 2013. Okay, Evil Dead, really. well, I loved 2013 Evil Dead, so... But anyway, yeah. What was our number one pick? We our matched again. One, we matched three times. Three times. One, three, and 17. Our but number, the number one, one pick. pick is freaking Barbie, directed by Greta Gerwig. New Greta Gerwig oh. joint, Micah. <laughs> it's Barbie. I hate you. <laughs> it's Barbie. Written by Noah Baumbach and Greta Gerwig, starring Margot Robbie Ryan, and Ryan Gosling. Heck um, yeah. Nothing could make Heck me yeah, more no. excited. <laughs> Literally. It's got Michael Sarah. It's got Michael Sarah. It, and it's it's directed by Greta Gerwig. Greta the Gerwig. Greta Gerwig. I'm not even. Uh, I'm not a Barbie fan. I've never watched a Barbie movie. I want to watch a Barbie uh, movie. Haley wants, wants to get me to watch a Barbie movie. <laughs> they look cool. I don't uh, know. <laughs> but I am a diehard Greta Gerwig fan. Um, I mean, who isn't? And I will die on that hill. That's Greta Gerwig fans always come out on top. Like, <laughs> that's the you thing. haven't even watched Lady Bird. Movie. I haven't even seen Lady Bird. I adore I Little Women that much. Lady Bird. Good. Little Women. Little Women. My favorite movie. Little Women alone could uh, have Lady me Bird hyped for this. One of my favorite movies. <laughs> I trust I, I trust Greta Gerwig with my life. I would maybe, put, maybe I would put my life in her hands, uh, and I already bought a T-shirt for this movie, so it better be that's good. That's true. Wait, is that, is that arrived yet? No, it's. I mean, it doesn't. It's. It's just on pre-order. Oh, okay. okay. So it's, it's, I thought. I thought you'd like already gotten it or something. No, I'd be no. like, dang, that's a cool shirt though. It says directed by Greta Gerwig in the Barbie font. Yeah, it's very cool. Very cool. I think. It, I think they <laughs> ship those out and like. Yeah, late January, very early nice, February. Very nice. Uh, but yeah, Barbie. I mean, what is there to say about Barbie? Honestly, like it's got a great, it's got a stacked cast. It has one of the best trailers Ruby, of recent Ruby, memory. A doll living in Barbie Land is expelled for not being perfect enough and sets off on an adventure in the real world. It sounds awesome. That sounds I will amazing. Say. Yeah, Ryan Gosling. The hit Canadian actor Ryan Gosling. <laughs> Canadian actor, renowned Canadian actor Ryan Gosling. <laughs> from from such movies as Lars and the Real Girl and The Place and The Gray Man. None of his good movies. <laughs> yes, but yeah, Barbie. Um, I mean, I'm he's hyped. Ken, Rebby. He's Ken. I'm so excited. <laughs> Ryan Gosling is Ken. The, the, it looks amazing. I'm so excited. That is my number one pick. That is also my number one. Sorry, my nose is, is very... <laughs> Do you want to inter- introduce our next segment, Michael? Or at least... Uh, to... Yeah, we're going to go into our... <laughs> that, was, that was our most anticipated. That was our most anticipated. I can't wait to talk about all of those on the podcast. We will probably talk about, not like individual episodes, but like when we watch them, we'll probably talk about them. If yes. we watch all of those. Yes, Who knows? Be. And if those films don't get delayed, if it was anything like the last couple years, <laughs> films have a high propensity to just be delayed right <laughs> we, we've had we did one of these last year and like five of the movies we mentioned came out instead of all of them so <laughs> we're, we're holding out hope we tried to pick more uh like sure thing they'll release this year picks this time so Ravi can barely talk i'm apparently. so sorry oh so yeah we're gonna <laughs> let's go to the let's next go segment. To our what we watched segment <laughs> So, for those of you who are new to the podcast, as it's a new season, new season, new uh, podcast, or or just have never made it this far, the what we watch segment is a little thing at the end where we talk about all the movies we've watched since our last episode. We give our brief little thoughts and a brief little rating, and it's all brief and little. Now, technically, our last episode was our uh, 2022 wrapped live stream, but we, we did not cover a lot of these. On we didn't do a we didn't do a th- uh, thing for we didn't do what yes. we watched on that. We did not um, do one. So. What we'll be doing instead is just not talking about any movie released in 2022. Yes. Of which there were a lot that we crammed in right Quite at the a end few, of the year. Yes. <laughs> um, to make it a little bit more concise, because we did watch a lot of movies from the 13th till now. Like the 13th of December to yeah, now. Yeah, December 2022 to um, now January 10th, uh, 2023. So yeah, a lot of movies in there, but we're going to skip all the 2022 ones because we already talked about those yes. in our last thing. All right. Uh, so starting from the 13th, Robbie, what did we watch? We watched Uncut Cinema. Gems. Uncut Gems. Cinema. <laughs> uh, directed by Josh and Benny Safdie. The Safdie Bros. And uh, uh, it rocks. It rules. I loved Good Time and I... Had, we, excuse me. I got the hiccups. Uh, 
I loved Good Time, and uh, I'd heard Uncut Gems was even better, and guess what? It, it was, was even better. It was better. <laughs> it's a freaking masterpiece. Uh, uh, like Keith Stainfield? Very best, good in this. Best Hanukkah movie I've ever Adam seen. Adam Sandler? Very, very few good Hanukkah this. movies out there. That's true. Um, and this is, the, I mean, this is honestly probably one of the best films of the 2010s. Right. This like, thing I, is I, just, it's so well It doesn't get done. much better than this, it's really. It's so good. I was actively leaning forward. Like, like I, get, I know everybody is always always like, oh, me when watching such and such a movie, lean forward. But, like, I was actively leaning forward for this movie. <laughs> like, it was falling out of his seat by the end. No, um, it, was, it was very good. Like, I don't know. It's, it's Adam Sandler should have gotten an Oscar for this performance. If for we're some being, reason, if we're being real. For some reason, it gave me a lot of early PTA vibes in a good way. Like a very chaotic early PTA, I will say. So, Uncut Gems. The Safties thrive on chaos. Exactly. It's, <laughs> it is their bread Julia and Fox. Uh, Julia surprisingly Fox. Gives surprisingly gives a decent performance. Great. I don't know. She's, like, she's great. I don't know. Which is funny. <laughs> it is funny, I think. Uh, but yeah, I give it a 5 out of 5, if you can I imagine. I give it a 5 out of 5. Uh, then we watched The Way of Water, which yes. again we talked about talked there. about it. Uh, then I watched Jack Frost. Jack Frost. Um, the worst of the Rankin Bass uh, movies i don't know about the worst it's it's the it's, worst. it's down there but it's not it's not terrible uh but yeah it was kind of boring not a big fan three stars mm. you make the rankin bass fan inside me sad micah <laughs> Ruby, you, you didn't even watch it it's boring <laughs> i know i know it's i know it's, <laughs> it's the worst stuff <laughs> but I, you gotta love you gotta love uh the animation man yeah sure <laughs> but it's so cool i don't I, then, but, what, then what do we watch we Ruby? watched what's up doc Peter Bogdanovich, uh, one of our childhood family, classics, family classics, yeah, family, family classics, classics. Uh, absolutely fantastic. It's Honestly, so good. just one of the best comedies I've ever seen. Yeah, it's really funny because a lot of the family classics are like fine, and then there are like two of them that are just masterpieces. <laughs> masterpiece, baby. <laughs> yeah, this is one of them. <laughs> it, it's so weird. We we talked about the other one, uh, the Princess Bride, on an episode, so you can go listen to that if you wish. I will probably end up doing an episode on What's Up Doc one of these days. <laughs> right, because What's Up Doc is genuinely just an absolutely fantastic If you've comedy. never seen it, go watch it. Go watch it. it. It's amazing. Uh, I gave it a 5 out of 5. I also gave it a 5 out of 5. Uh, then we watched Ambulance, Ambulance. another 2022. Yes. Uh, then I watched Thoroughbreds for the first Thoroughbreds. Time, 2017. Yes. Uh, I really liked the main performances a lot. Movie. They're both like really, really good. Yes. Um, like genuinely, that's the best thing in the whole movie is <laughs> the performances. It is. The cinematography and editing and everything is pretty good too. Absolutely. Um, and even the side cast is pretty good. Everything about it is pretty good, but the script <laughs> is pretty mid. Whoa. Uh, the script is just disappointing. It's not even bad. It's just disappointing. I was about to say mid is a bit <laughs> far, I think. Mike. No, that's mid. It's, it's not bad, but it's not really like. Oh, good. <laughs> um, but no, like, the two of them could do anything and I would love to watch, but at the same time, this is just kind of an unsatisfying way to write a very easy-to-write story. That's fair, I guess. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I liked it a bit more than you, I think. I give it a four out of five. Nice. Uh, on the 22nd, I watched Miracle on 34th Street, the 47 version. Uh, very, very good. Very funny. And uh, a, little, a bit magical, Micah, well, I will say. So magical. Much better than the 50s version I had seen that's, previously. Uh, that's amazing. It's got a great ensemble. The Christmas spirit. It's got a really sweet script. That's so And crazy. it's really funny. I watched it with my grandparents. Uh, I gave it a 5 out of 5. Then to really get in the Christmas spirit, <laughs> we watched 7 by Seven. David Fincher. Dude, I got, I got like whiplash going from miracle on 34th street to seven <laughs> uh, i had already seen it before and i wanted to show it to robbie and Haley, so we sat down and watched seven and, uh, it was great. and they both liked it, it was great. which i knew they would it was i i liked i definitely liked it better than zodiac Boo. which i wasn't huge on but i do but, like right, zodiac's a better movie zodiac probably is a better movie i gave them both a five but like i, I gave know. it i gave seven a four i would watch i would rewatch seven I, listen, twice i would i, I would rewatch zodiac. seven probably before i would watch zodiac <laughs> but zodiac's a better movie yeah, probably. Uh, but yeah, seven, great. Very good. Love the cast. I mean, of course. Um, it, love the feel of Micah, it. Micah, we're two, uh, like, white guys with a podcast who liked Zodiac. Of course we liked <laughs> seven. <laughs> but yeah, 
then on the 24th, 24th. Uh, the day before Christmas, Christmas Eve, if you will. Christmas Eve, if uh, you will. <laughs> I watched uh, The Green Knight. David, David Lowry's Lowry. The Green Knight, Dev Patel. Dev Patel. Um, and I and guess what? I love Dev Patel. I loved it. And I really, <laughs> I was really hoping I would because I spent 40 bucks Whew. to get the... Uh, got the book. To get the A24 limited edition, steel, not steelbook, uh, 4K book. Um, very, 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 very cool release. I really want to see and it. And a very, 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 very cool movie. Um, I know I, I could easily see how this could be disliked even more than something like The Northman, which I praised earlier in this year. Yep. Um, I could like, see it, yeah. But, like, it's just so good. It and really I, is And fantastic. I really like the original Hopefully. stories, like, both both the Tolkien one and the original... It looks fantastic. ...and the original <laughs> poem. Um, and using both of those as source, it makes it for a really interesting, like, dissection of the material while also being something unique. There's a lot of really cool <laughs> stuff you could delve into this movie about. It's very, 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 very neat. Um, very cool. But, yeah, I gave it a 5 out of 5. Green Knight, 5 out of 5. I'm looking forward to watching it. Uh, my... Christmas Eve entailed watching White Christmas, which is a 50s musical. Um, it was uh, pretty pretty alright, I guess. It had a lot of really cool production design and good costuming and some fun musical numbers, but the plot was just kind of meandery the whole time, which can work, but it didn't for me in this case. Uh, but it was pretty good. Not bad, for sure. Uh, charming. Uh, but I, I gave it a 3 out of 5. Uh, then on the 25th, 25th. Uh, brief shout out to Charlie Brown Christmas. <laughs> brief shout out, baby. Uh, uh, on the 27th. The 27th. I watched Where the Crawdads Sing, which we talked about, I suppose. Um, yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> then we watched Tokyo Godfathers. Tokyo Godfathers. Uh, Satoshi Kon, the Satoshi man. Satoshi Kon, baby. Uh, I just made a Satoshi Kon video on my channel. You I should go watch that. Uh, wow. <laughs> I'm so sorry. So it's one of one of my most successful videos in recent times. He's one of my, he's one of my favorite um, directors. Uh, this was my least favorite by a big margin, but it's still very good. Um, it's got some pacing issues, and it's I don't know, it's man. kind of a, it's kind of I don't know. It's not that engaging. It's not something I would jump to watch again. I think I would watch this over Millennium Actress, like if if I were picking them, you know. I think I I don't think it's his worst. Opinions exist. Op <laughs> I don't know. I, I thought it was really good. It was. It's not. It's, it is it's kind good. of an outlier. It is really good. Don't it's kind of an outlier in Satoshi Kon's work, but it is very. The craft good still. is still immaculate. Yeah. The animation is beautiful. The, the characters so are good. really fun. It's so I good. just wasn't that big of a fan of the story itself. That's fair, I guess. Um, but uh, I gave it a three and a half. I adored it. I, it's I really, gave it really five great. out of five. I thought it was great. Uh, then also on the 27th, I watched Prisoners, Prisoners. Uh, Denis Villeneuve's Prisoners. Denis, um, my boy. Which, coming off of the, like <laughs> Denis movies and coming off of a lot of really great mysteries that I have watched lately, <laughs> this was just kind of fine. Pretty good. Like, up next to something like Seven, it's kind of sad. Dang. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, the, the story itself is just not that interesting. The mystery is kind of not that interesting. Like, it... it it's, I mean, it still has good direction. It's though, got really right? fantastic direction. The cast is amazing. It looks amazing. The editing's amazing. But, like, the actual <laughs> story and mystery presented it feels just kind of especially weak coming from both Denis and coming off of a lot of really good, like, crime mystery thriller kind of movies. All right. I mean, I'm uh, still looking forward to it. It still was really good. It's just, like, I don't know. It was a little disappointing <laughs> to me personally. Yeah. I mean, I, you're you're a bit more of a Denis fan than I am, so. Yeah. Uh, I give it a four to five. Very cool. All of the rest of the films I watched uh, in December were 2022 releases. Well, we'll, we'll I'm still going in order here. Yeah, the yeah. 28th, then you could just shout them out. On the 28th, I watched Krampus for the first Krampus. time. Krampus. That uh, looked like fun, man. Goofy, I wish I would have watched goofy that. Goofy as heck. <laughs> Love the little monsters. Um, it's it's not the greatest movie in the world. The story is kind of a joke, and even like some of the horror and stuff is kind of a joke, but it's a fun joke. Um, <laughs> the cast is absolutely ridiculous. Why is Adam Scott? Why and, is like, Adam Tony Scott? Tony Collette and David uh, Kochner? I don't know how to say his name. Weirdest cast in the world. <laughs> uh, weird movie, but it was funny and fun. 
Uh, I gave it a three and a half. Cool. Uh, also on the 28th, I watched Santa Buddies. Santa Buddies. I uh, caught the last few scenes of this. Hitting up the Buddies movies. Hit the Buddies. Love the Buddies. We gotta uh, love the get, Buddies. Put some respect put on the, the Buddies put name. The res- put some, some respect on, on B-Dog, man. Put some respect on B-Dog. B-Dog needs all the respect. <laughs> Buddha and B-Dog are the best ones. Yeah, Buddha is the best, <laughs> I will say. <laughs> My mom was like, I hate B-Dog, and I'm like, what? You gotta. You can't hate B Dog. I was about to say, put some respect on B Dog's name. B Dog <laughs> is voiced by Skylar Gisondo, the guy from Licorice Pizza that everyone likes. Dude, he rules. Um, He's so cool. And 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 Puppy Paws in this is Puppy voiced Paws. by freaking Greg Heffley. Yeah, Zachary Gordon, my man. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I give it a two out of Aww. five. It's not very good. Uh, then on the twenty eighth, we watched the Banshees. Banshees have been uh, cheering. Twenty ninth or twenty eighth as well. Uh, we watched Jurassic World Dominion. Jurassic World Dominion. Then on the twenty ninth, we watched Decision to Leave. Decision to Leave. Then we watched The Invitation. The Invitation. Then we watched RRR. RRR. Then we watched White Noise. White Noise. So those were all twenty twenty two movies. Oof. Go go listen to the Thingamabob for more Thingamabobs. That was the end. We, we uh, ended off that, the nope, year on nope, White Noise. No, I did not. Uh, on the 31st, oh, I watched Black Christmas. Like it's got a one-up me. <laughs> um, Bob Clark, uh, classic horror movie. Classic horror um, movie. And it was it was pretty good. It was no. a little it was a little disappointing, <laughs> and I, I guess because I, I I don't know I hold it up I hold slashers up to the like the standard of Scream, and Scream is just an absolute masterpiece. Uh, and this I don't know there were some things that were disappointing about this, but it was scary and it was, it was fun and it looked really good. I mean, so, what, I, really, <laughs> as long as a horror movie is scary and looks good, I'm I'm probably gonna love right. it. So how can you not love it? Um, <laughs> I gave it a four out of five. Nice. I can't wait to watch it again. I have a really cool release of it, so that's fun. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, then on the first of January, we watched The Fablemans. The Fablemans. Twenty twenty-two. Then on the third, we the watched third. White Chicks. White Chicks. Uh, Loose remake of Some Like It Hot for some reason. Very, very odd movie. Very I don't have too much movie. to say about this movie because it it it, it is very <laughs> odd. It was funny. I, I feel could... like I'm the least qualified person in the world <laughs> exactly. to talk that's about why, White that's Chicks. That's why. That's why I do not have much to say about <laughs> White Chicks because. Because you know, it feels a little—it's it's a little sexist. It's a little racist. A little sexist. It's a little, little racist. It's a little homophobic. It's, it's a little, little transphobic. It's a, it's a little bit of everything. <laughs> but it also—it also is funny. It's also funny. So what are you gonna do? It's so strange. I don't know. I, I don't know how it pulled it off. I don't know what to make of white chicks. Really, at the end of the day, it is an anomaly. Uh, and I, I liked and it. I gave it. I gave it a three out of five. I also and gave I, it a three out and of five. I enjoyed it. What can I say? <laughs> Um, uh, then I watched uh, Glass Onion on the Glass Force. Onion. You gotta love Glass Onion. What did you watch on the Force? Uh, I watched a little a little ditty by Alfred Hitchcock called The Farmer's Wife. And I, I am allowed to call it a ditty because it's a silent film. Um, <laughs> so it, it was so long. Why is it so long? Uh, I don't Just know. Just like this episode, am I right? Guys? I'm catching up on early Hitchcock. <laughs> uh, it was... It was fun, but it wasn't nearly as good as The Lodger, which was only... He directed The Lodger a year before this, so I don't know what happened. Uh, Hitchcock but, fell off for real. <laughs> then on the 7th, we watched Glass Onion. Glass Onion. <laughs> watched it back-to-back, essentially. Yes. Uh, then also on the 7th, we watched The Menu, the which menu. we will talk about, because we didn't talk we about didn't it on talk our live stream, because we hadn't seen it yet. No, we hadn't watched it yet. Uh, this is our first time watching it. It's a 2022 movie as well. Yes. And it is very, very fun. It's so much fun. Uh, Anne Taylor-Joy, <laughs> Ralph Fiennes, Nicholas Holt. It is goofy. It is stupid. It's kind of dumb, uh, yeah. <laughs> it, it has something to say, but it's it's like, it, it's so stupid. And it's like it's very scattered. It's a very scattered movie, yeah. I think. It could be a lot better, but at the same time, I really, really enjoyed my experience it's a good uh, time. with the menu. It's a very good time. I, I ate some good food. Um, <laughs> I was actually really, really hungry for the first half of this movie. Um, but then we got dinner like halfway wow. through. So had a nice bowl of chili. Yeah, I was paired nice. with the menu. <laughs> paired with the menu. Uh, but yeah, it was. I thought it was great. You know, Tony like Taylor Joy it could have been better. Nicholas Holt better. is giving a great performance. Ralph Fiennes is really, really. <laughs> Ralph Fiennes is really fun here, and it's just it's it's a fun movie. It could have. Yeah. yeah, I gave it a four out of five. I also gave it a four out of five. I thought it was a good good time. Uh, good time then, had by all. Then on the eighth, I watched The Witch. The Witch. Uh, Robert Eggers. Um, <laughs> finally, finally getting to it because you know. I watched watched the Northman. Watch the Northman. Gotta watch the witch. Gotta watch the witch. Uh, <laughs> uh, really, uh, these last like, 
gotta watch the wind. In recent times, uh, I've just been like... In these trying ma- to... Maybe, maybe Anya Taylor-Joy is the best actress. I mean, Thoroughbreds, The <laughs> Menu, Anya Taylor-Joy The is, Witch. is the best. She is, she's kind of The Northman, she is amazing in The Northman. You gotta watch her Emma adaptation, oh. man. Yeah. Gotta, gotta watch Last Night in Soho sometime too. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, I really liked The Witch. Um, I think it's stylistic really, really good. Direction is really good. The editing is really good. Um, nice. The performances are fantastic. Uh, I really liked actually Harvey Scrimshaw's performance. Oh, cool. Um, he's really fun. <laughs> also reminded me a lot of somebody I g- 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 was in a play with. So Whoa. that was weird. Freaky. Uh, um, <laughs> Uh, it's a very creepy movie. Uh, it's not a scary movie, but it is a creepy movie. I know. Ooh, I know Juliet uh, and Juliet. One of my one of my intimate friends uh, criticized it for not being scary, uh, and it is not very scary. <laughs> not super scary, but it is very creepy. Uh, I mean, I'll take a I'll take a sinister horror movie like any day. I think honestly. I think the biggest thing is it's not really that much of a horror movie. It's oh. more of a thriller. Um, and, that, yeah, I guess that's to be expected. And uh, also. I think my biggest problem with this is that it's like it tries <laughs> most of it it says right at the end that it grabs from a lot of diaries and folk tales and actual accounts and a lot of the dialogue is from actual diaries and stuff which is so a go fine, make a documentary. which is a fine decision <laughs> Uh, but it does make, I think, like, the story is a little unsatisfying. That ending scene, which is a crazy scene, cool scene, <laughs> uh, should have been way more cathartic than it is. And I think it just kind of is not that satisfying of writing, um, which is a little disappointing. But it was a New England folktale. But guy. it is a New England folktale, and it is cool. <laughs> I give it a four out of five. Very nice, very nice. On the eighth, I watched, uh, or rather rewatched, Phantom we Thread for Phantom the first Thread. time. I showed it, showed it to my for the first time. <laughs> well, I rewatched it for the first time. Uh, is what I said. Oh well, this is this was like my fourth time Keep watching up, it or something. <laughs> uh, but I wanted to show it to Haley really bad, my girlfriend. Friend she of had the never podcast. Seen it. Uh, and <laughs> it was exactly as I thought. Uh, so, very fun to watch such with a her fun movie. Man. Because she was mortified at every <laughs> twist and turn, which is exactly as you yeah. should be watching Phantom Thread. I love Phantom Thread, and Thread it is so, so much. good, and it is a masterpiece. Paul Thomas Anderson, um, he's he's kind of the man. I will probably say. one of the best movies ever made. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> probably one of the best looking, one of the best sounding, one of the best acted movies ever. Some made. of the best cinematography and editing I've seen in a movie, man. So yeah, great stuff. Best score too. <laughs> uh, on the eighth, I also watched uh, Dark Waters. Dark Waters with Mark Ruffalo. Which I'm very tempted to um, watch since it's still like streamable. You guys rented it. I'm so doing. I might watch I'm, that. I'm, doing, after I'm this. doing a thing uh, <laughs> where I was suggested twelve movies by twelve friends, one for each month of the year, and that was my January suggestion. Amazing. Um, so, so that's the thing that I watched, and it Dark was pretty Waters. interesting. Yeah. I think the story was really interesting, especially being how recent it was. Um, but ultimately, it feels like another one of those kind of movies that probably should have just been a documentary. Um, and like, I don't know, nothing about it filmmaking wise really elevates it enough to really feel justified, but it's also not bad. Like it's engaging. It looks fine. Except for when you can't see anything. It's so dark. (laughs) Mark Ruffalo is giving a weird performance. He was like the executive producer on this Mm. and he's just giving a weird performance. Executive producer Um, Mark Ruffalo does give me a pause. (laughs) (laughs) And you know, but it's, but it's good. Uh, Anne Hathaway is in it. Anne Hathaway. She's she's fun. She's always fun. Yeah. I don't know. It's mostly it's mostly the Mark Ruffalo show, <laughs> um, and it's just weird. But again, very interesting story. So it was fun to watch. I gave it a three and a half out of five. Cool. Uh, the last thing I watched was on the eighth. It's called Champagne. It's another silent Hitchcock film. Uh, it's got some cool cinematography, uh, some fun camera work, good editing too, um, but just not really an engaging story. Uh, so it falls kind of flat. Uh, I gave it a uh, three out of five. Not my thing, but pretty good. But yeah, that, that, then, that's all then, I watched. Then on the ninth, I watched Shrek. 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 Yeah, I saw you log that. I'm like, when on earth did he watch Shrek? <laughs> did I? Am I missing something? Uh, no, I watched it at night. Nice. And, and late into the night. Great film. Split up it into two nights. That's a, that's a good. That's a good like late night film. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I give it four stars because Shrek. Do we, yeah, we which really, which really, Shrek. which really broke up my pattern because like my diary was like all dark posters and it right. was like the menu, the witch, Phantom Thread, Dark Waters, Shrek, <laughs> Shrek. Finally, finally, the the witch Shrek double feature. <laughs> 
But yeah, um, that's, that's what I watched. But yeah, no, I, I mean, good, good lineup, uh, some good films. Go watch Phantom Thread if you haven't seen it. Yeah. Um, and I, I suppose go, we'll catch go, you guys go in the watch, next episode. Go watch, uh, go watch The Green Knight if, if you're Knight. okay with what's in it. Uh, <laughs> it's Tell me what you thought. It's good, I promise. <laughs> like, it's like, it's good, I swear. <laughs> Trusted David Lowry. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know about that. Dang. His Pete's Dragon movie. Pete's Dragon's kind of bad. I will die on the hill, it's but bad. it's pretty good. It's, it's not bad. great, but it's, it's a little good. bad. No, it's kind of I bad. refuse. <laughs> guys, it's a little bad. <laughs> uh, anyway, thanks for listening. Thanks for uh, listening, Welcome guys. to a new season. A welcome new, to a new season release five. date, too. Yeah, we're, not, five. we're going on Tuesdays now. Yeah, Tuesdays. Very cool. Yeah. Club going up on a Tuesday. On a Tuesday. <laughs> uh, but we'll see you guys next week with, guys with, a, with a normal yeah. episode, probably. Yes. Bye. <laughs>